0: Hello, everyone. This is Theo from Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, and Vincent. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and iHeartRadio. Don't forget to like and subscribe our YouTube page at Making It Make Sense ITV and listen out for new episodes every Friday. Follow us on Instagram and leave us a comment at Making It Make Sense ITV. We look forward to hearing from you.
1: What's going on, world? Welcome back to Making It Make Sense with Isaiah, Theo, and Vincent. Uh, today, we're going to be talking about colorism. Um, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, say (laughs) hello to
0: Vincent.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah, say hello, Vincent. Yeah, say hello to Vincent. Everyone, welcome him. Hello, hello. Thank you guys for having me.
0: (laughs) Of course, Vincent. Um, Let the audience know something about you.
2: Yes. Right, well, I could just go with the some of the generic stuff of I'm a 34 or 33. Wow, I just, so are you, 30 now? Are you now? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm aging myself already. I'm I'm 33. Uh-huh. Um, I am a Nigerian Irish, I'm gay American. Kind of okay. run through that. Um, what else can I really say? I, like I, had, like kind of do the typical corporate America nine to five run through. But um, I love seeing my friends like in with their different businesses and like projects and stuff that they do um this is something that I've always I've listened to the podcast before and uh I really enjoyed like the perspectives that Isaiah and Theo bring to the table so when they asked me if I wanted to like kind of join them I thought this was a wonderful opportunity uh, to kind of bring another perspective of someone like me to the table Absolutely.
0: Wait um, a minute, did you say you're gay? I can't do this with gay
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Ooh, this is awkward now. Oh, <laughs> i on the wrong podcast, please. I got to good. Ooh, um, let you know what, me check this
1: <laughs> Oh, you know what? I think my Uber's here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> wrong please? room, my bad, my bad. <laughs> well, welcome, Vincent. We're glad to have you here on this journey. And let's, let's, let's get into this damn colorism.
1: Let's get into it. 100% um, I mean, so I, I guess really let's, let's define, um, let's define colorism. Uh, let's first. do it. What, so, uh... Yeah. What, what are your, your perceptions? If you want to give, um, our, our Miriam Webster, um, <laughs> definition of it, we can do that. We love that here. So,
0: so um, the definition of, 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 colorism is prejudice or discrimination against individuals with a dark skin tone typically among people of the same ethnic or racial group get into it people there we go
2: (laughs) well i want to say we kind of have to understand that where it's kind of coming from right as far as like colorism is like kind of like a like the child of like racism to some extent if you think Mm. about it because society has taught people to equate like you know a superiority, or a superiority or like more beauty if you happen to be fair skinned mm-hmm. and the darker it is the darker you are whether it's like you know one race to another or excuse me one ethnicity to another it's still it's still something that like like puts people on different pedestals and it makes it harder and it's kind of like in my mm-hmm. opinion kind of like springing off of that that we're taught like that type of hate so then we start internalizing into our own communities as well
0: mm-hmm. But you know what the thing, um, a lot of people also forget that there is colorism. There's a, um, um, colorism here in America, you know, on, on the light-skinned um, light black folks and dark-skinned um, black folks. Absolutely. But in Asia, Asian folks who are darker mm-hmm. experience colorism in comparison to those who are um, lighter. Mm-hmm. There's a whole industry in Asia of of bleaching creams and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, uh, not wanting to be, be dark. Yeah. And mm-hmm. again, the mother, these are the children of racism, mm-hmm. um, colorism. And even in India, a lot of the Bollywood stars are not dark-skinned.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: And there's a lot of dark-skinned Indians who face discrimination because they're dark. And Absolutely. also in in Africa, there's a you know a booming bleaching industry there. You have the light skin Asian, um, the Asians, Africans, mm-hmm. and then you have Africans who are dark skin. And everyone is running, wanting to be light skin because, like what you said, light skin or whiteness or closer to whiteness is beautiful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we can concentrate, or on- it's
2: like not necessarily even just like, yeah, it's beautiful, but also we've been able to attribute life just you know it's unfair. Like it happens to be easier when you're of a lighter complexion. Like, mm-hmm. if you're not like, wait. So it's like it's just, you know, it's really kind of sad that like, kind of that's how you know things are. But it's good. I think that we definitely 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 that needs to be talked about more often.
1: Um, you know, and I have to to add to you. Um, just just as a so first off, so I have to. I think the important one of the important things to you is to to remember the space you're speaking from. So like for me, I'm speaking from the space of a of a yellow bone <laughs> um, <laughs> of a yellow bone a black man. So, right? I'm sorry to hear. Listen, we can't all be blessed with as much melanin as our brother Theo here. But no, don't you uh, forget, it, mother. <laughs> <brother>. <laughs> but I but I think um it's important to to remember this, right? So um I think that in the same way that white people have to understand the plight of their melanated um, counterparts, um, the lighter skin people in that sense have to understand the plight of our more melanated melanated people. So, right. So, I think it's our job. And I say this, you know, I think I've said this. Um, in reference to um being co-conspirators for our, our white accomplices. And I've said this in reference to um, you know, if you're a part of the LGBTQ plus queer community, um for for you to look out for all the other letters and all of the other subcommunities with, within the queer community, right? Yeah. So I think it's our job to to be those those co-conspirators and those accomplices to our more melanated um folks because if, if it's not so fun. you
2: have to have that sense of looking like you know even like at, yeah. look at yourself where it comes to you see how much their uh, much colorism is with the black trans community as well like where yeah mm-hmm. on one hand black people wanting you know equal rights is absolutely what they should want and what we need it's but we cannot subject a certain you know, niche of our community or, like, outcast them and not say that, yes, we deserve rights, but they don't. Like,
1: Right. You know, and I think, too, like, one of the uh, things and just, like, having seen it, so I'll say this, like, having seen that like, in my childhood, you know, like, things, I think it starts, because it starts in, you know, in smaller spaces, right? So, the way you witness someone speak or treat speak to or treat differently and originally it might come off as okay well maybe that's just that relationship with that person but i've seen just the the dismissiveness you know um or the idea that um you know that that someone is oh, okay. Well, you're you're more white adjacent, so I'm going to be nicer to you, or that makes you more digestible, or that Absolutely. makes you less uh, in quotes. I'm doing air quotes here. Aggressive, That's From, all done. right? <laughs> so you dark
0: skin <laughs> mfers are always so
1: angry, so angry, <laughs> right? Angry. Like you know, and yeah. it's like it's it's very much like okay. Well, wait a second. What what, yeah, what, the what indicator what I- there for that? You know. Bro. Um, but it, it, it becomes even more detrimental, um, not just on a mental health level, because you as a more melanated person will say, okay, well, what is, what is wrong with me? Why, why am I being treated um, differently? Why am I, what is wrong with, with this beautiful brown skin? Yeah. You know what I mean? And, the and then is, like, you internalize all,
2: all that garbage.
1: One hundred percent. One hundred percent.
2: And it's harder because you see, like, you know, you're already feeling like that from the rest of the world so mm-hmm. it's like when you look in and you hope to have that camaraderie with your community like you know what at least they'll get me they'll understand me so when you get that type of stuff going on right within your own community it's like you it makes you feel even more out of place like Absolutely. where do I actually belong like you know why do I, you know you start thinking you know you might start thinking poorly of yourself or like really stuck how you do yourself
1: oh 100% and I feel like that's that's where we can kind of sometimes use that that uh that kind of age-old uh quote, you know, where it's like, you know, sometimes it be your own people. You know, sometimes it's, sometimes all all skin folk ain't kin folk in that sense. Because well, you know what? Mm-hmm.
0: I, I, I've had, been, I, I just had an, an, a, a light bulb moment. Yeah, yeah. Um, two things. I, me as a Afro-Latino, I've experienced colorism my whole life. And I think I mentioned this mm-hmm. before in an episode we had last season. Mm-hmm. And I don't know of a world that does not exist that I grew up in, that di- I did not experience colorism. yeah. And I, and I, I wonder for you, um, Vincent, you mentioned that you're black, um, you're African descent um, straight out in the motherland and hey, I um, Irish <laughs> and you Fair. look the way that you look, I can imagine that you yourself as I've also experienced colorism from a different perspective that I have being a dark skinned, darker brown man.
2: Absolutely. And and I was thinking, like, everyone, there's so many different perceptions and, like, perspectives that people get from this. Um, Being, you know, of an interracial, you know, family and having, like, you know, mixed parents and being mixed myself, um, it's hard. Like, you know, sometimes growing up, you might feel like you don't quite fit in quite anywhere. And then to Mm -hmm. also be, say, like, a gay man, like, it would be really confusing. Mm -hmm. Um, Because, you know, my experience at times, I was either too you know too black for the white kids or too white for the black kids but mm. like it was like you know it was always like i was always that could be that stereotypical person in that, those groups and eventually the, you know you could take the optimism out of things where it's like it helped me opened up my mind to like you know not being a victim of, of colorism and making friends with so many different people and such a diverse like a, diverse cultures and stuff like that that I was able to like kind of work through it like that. But yeah, it's tough. Like when you, like you just want, kind of want to belong, especially at that age, like you kind of get in those moments where you just want to fit in and stuff like that. But yeah. Because I,
0: I remember wanting to fit in also. Like, so this is how disturbing white supremacy is. Yeah. I rem- And this is where all this is stemming from. I remember having the same kid um, when I came to America and I was with hanging out with the African-American kids. Yeah. Latino for the African-American kids there you go. and when I would hang out with the Latino kids I was too black for the Latino kids yeah and mm. eventually I got to the point where I said fuck y'all
1: yeah. I, am, <laughs> I
0: am black <laughs> and I and am Latino, Latino and I'm going to and I am have Latino ancestry yeah. and I'm going to live in that shit so yeah. fuck y'all, and I'm gonna keep y'all. I mean, I'm gonna keep it moving. Yeah. When was but, it that you reached that point where you said, "Fuck y'all," and I am who I am, despite what you think I should be?
2: I think actually, it really came into definitely throughout high school, um, and even before that, I was. I'm very blessed to have like several like you know childhood friends like you know attached to me like or that were you know still connected, mm-hmm. and um, so those were always there. And then those it's not. Blossomed from that, where it's like you know, as long as you have like so, like a close network or like a couple of support like a security blanket or support network from like you know your friends and your family, like you just kind of start not like giving a shit. You know, you know what? I, like, and I was also fortunate to grow up in an area that our school is very diverse. So mm-hmm. we had thousands of students in our school. So like we were able to experience. There's tons of other cultures and diversity around it. So um mm-hmm. it helps like people fit like kind of no one quite always fit in anywhere anywhere anyway if that makes you sense. didn't grow
0: up in wisconsin all yeah that. exactly <laughs> <laughs> no
2: shame. but even some of the small towns around like the area i live in they're very like you know kind of suburban country like you know usually mm-hmm. there's only like you know that one or two like black kids in the school like mm-hmm. they're lucky they got that asian kid like mm-hmm. you know they just have like that small demographic of literally like one or two wow. like you know people that like it's hard to I don't know to like, kind of break through that.
1: Yeah. I, think but I didn't
2: have that wall or that hurdle at least. if that makes sense?
1: I would. Yeah, I would even, you know, I, I guess I would even notice that, like just in my. So sorry, everyone. And then uh, a <laughs> oh, oh, Little all vocal worry. from the pups. Um. I think one of the things too that, um, that strikes me is the idea that uh, th- just the idea that by your, your complexion, you are, that that's the measure of oh, how yeah. good or, or who you are or exactly. how much you matter and what your value is in the world. Yeah. It, I mean, it's just this network of, as Theo mentioned earlier, that network of white supremacy that is led into insidious isn't and it? you
2: kind of feel like you know kind of isolated and lonely because you don't feel like like no one quite gets it but you know also like you have to deal with the microaggressions like from both sides of as well being like kind of being growing up mixed and stuff where it's like oh like you know my friend like you know he's black but like you don't ever sound black, and even though it's like more based on you know color and like visual but it's like these other like things pop into it where it's like same thing, like when like with, you know people like oh, dr melton and stuff like that really like, you know that were blacker than me or darker than me it'll come up like oh like you know why do you talk like that like you talk white like you talk do you have- i'm like i don't know how i'm talking shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh like i was talking like i don't even feel comfortable talking like
1: when i tell you how how infuriating that is the, you speak, oh, you're, that's right in line with, oh, you're so articulate and well-spoken. <laughs> like, for a black person. You know, for, right, for, for a black person, like, you yeah, know. for a black per- yeah. Like, it's like, I was driving
0: a- the other day, mm-hmm. and I think that came to mind. Okay, oh my God, you speak like a white person. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> well, Why you get that, you- I'm speaking from regular people, you get English. From, like, darker, like, you get people that are from black people, and like, of all. Your that. own people, mm-hmm. your own kinfolk. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I'm speaking white. Shut up. It's just regular English.
1: Absolutely. It's you know, and that's the thing is again, everything is this kind of scale of whiteness, you know, like oh okay, well, so as long as you you speak this way, then oh okay, this is again this is digestible, you know, or oh, that's interesting that you do speak that way, huh? And strangely, in in reference to what like what other yeah. way would you imagine that i speak <laughs> you like what it, what is this? what is the scale of reference here what, what you should do you They really, probably want to expect
0: every black person to speak
1: ebonics oh yeah, yeah like i, don't like, I know ebonics
2: like i could get it but i know when to talk yeah about absolutely Or when it's appropriate like yeah
1: and don't you find that just i mean that and that's that's a whole other thing on on code switching or or rather having to code switch i love to be digestible, you know? Um, but it, to me, I think, again, this is why we're not a monolith, you know? We can I- exist in many a spaces or should be able to, rather. And, and
0: Yeah, some that's, I like that. We should be able.
1: Should be able to exist in, in every space and be every part of ourself. Um, but again, I really, going back to to being a co-conspirator, if you are a lighter-skinned or li- more lightly melanated um, black person, then you know I can't stress enough that it is it is your it is your job. You need to also take on take on that plate in that sense because you are, you know. You- you, you kinda in some cases you have it a little easier because you're you're perceived as more digestible. So you have to and sometimes
2: and there's some situations that you do. And absolutely, absolutely. I, I have been able to pass where I'm like I'm coming across as not as threatening. Yeah but the problem is like it's it's really like in within the, our own community itself. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. how do we expect other ethnicities to respect us if we're not willing to really have that type of respect or want the same equal rights for the rest of us and like oh. instead of cutting each other down like no going off of what you know it's understandable it's like you know another you know social contract that's been you know created throughout society it's just like but it's like we need to be able to like acknowledge it identify it talk about it and then really work together as not trying to tear each other down based off of just the fact that we're lighter or darker than one another we're still coming from the same culture and the same background
1: I remember um and kind of going back into it, because I, I kind of left it adrift a little bit earlier, but um, I remember just hearing as a kid, hearing stories about certain relatives intentionally favoring a more lightly melanated cousin wow. or something over someone else because they, are, they were uh, darker.
2: That's something right there, like even in family. Oh yeah, oh, apparently,
1: one like, hundred percent. And that, and it, where it'll still does that like,
0: make you cringe now? When you yeah, I, I'm thinking like, about like, it you Just maybe give yeah. me shivers. <laughs> so so like, icky. Even,
1: you know, have to deal with that. Like
2: that's horrible. Oh like, yeah, it's, it
1: it's so icky and so obvious. It would like painfully obvious. Yeah. You know? and, and just even like you know I've had like I said like I've had relatives say like in incompetence say to me like you know well when I was you know younger this relative was very obviously and clearly favored you know over me and not just based on on personality because one relative happened to actually the the darker relative actually happened to be the more conciliatory and quiet and, and studious one versus the other relative. So it, I mean,
2: you're the black one.
1: <laughs> right, right. But, right but, but in that, it's so funny because actually personality wise that the the darker relative was more digestible. So it's yeah. just interesting or considered digestible, right? Well, then
0: again, the insidiousness of colorism, the insidiousness of white supremacy and racism. Because just like you said, again, my perspective, because I didn't grow up in, I didn't I didn't I didn't have the luxury of growing up in African-American culture. I grew up in Latin America when Latin America. This was very prevalent. They will tell they will call you Negro or Prieto, Mm. which uh, which is like black or nigger. Mm. And then they will always treat the lighter cousin or the lighter relative or the lighter um, brother or sister better. And wow. they will always tell the lighter brother or sister or relative, "Don't marry a nigger mm. with a har e, with a har r." Damn. They will say, "Don't marry a nigger." You know, you gotta, you have to make the the um, you have to um, ¿Cómo se say En mejorar la raza, you have to make the better by getting rid of mm. the dark relatives. So the dark relatives are always considered other,
2: less than, or... less
0: than, and no. the, and you have to make the race pure by getting rid of the darkness in the family so go marry another light-skinned person or go marry a white person so you can get rid of that gene from the bloodline yeah uh, which is um, just like what the yeah. fuck are
1: you guys talking about yeah and what and why like and honestly if we're if we're going there, it's like, well, wait a second. It should be the other way around. Right. Why would you want to dilute? Listen, I, we here in white, uh, with uh, the, the the white supremacists, you know, what is it? They, you know, uh, we're the, the the. they want to be the dominant race or the, the air, you know, how do I, I'm searching for the word, the specific terminology, but not they're diluting. In, in with it. What is so. that? Aryan? Aryan race? I, I want to say Aryan, but oh, no. it's r- more rather not diluting the, the whiteness of it all, but to oh, me... Oh, yeah, yeah, Right. You're making some, it stronger? Yeah, no, 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 exactly more, of that. Like that. But it's it's very much giving kind of like, well, wait a minute, why not the reverse, as you said, Theo? You know, like, why not like, okay, well, fine, then uh, stop stop diluting our melanin then. <laughs> like, yeah, we wanted black, black, blackity, black. We black, black. want blackity, yeah. black <laughs> you There you know? go. And here's oh, the thing is, you know, even for like li- like lighter skinned folks like myself, like, you know, here's the thing. If I hop on my 23 and me, 10% of it is British and Irish and I wonder where that came from because that However, was-
2: however, I want to be honest and open, like totally. I've also used it to my advantage. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> sure, <laughs> I my opportunities sure. what I do? So if I walk into a job and I see that there's no black people there, like you know, I'm identifying on that application as black. Cause I know you guys need to get me in here. I know I could do this, but look, like, uh, so you have to work the system. Hey, or, hey, yeah, hey. The system won't be there, so you got to make it work for yourself. And
1: true, uh, true. Uh, and that's not a bad. Thing. I've been doing also
2: other times where I've like you know identified as you know mixed or Caucasian or like. Mm-hmm. But it's also I, I just look around and kind of take in the people you know how they're like are they perce- how are they really perceiving me and
1: mm-hmm. uh, do you do you guys feel in your so and, and so I guess really for Theo because Vincent you just kind of explained do you feel that you have you so obviously you've directly experienced experienced colorism of course but Do you feel like you've seen that? Like, have you witnessed it with with other people where you've looked around and gone, oh, whoa, that is a blatant, disgusting display of colorism like in in a space where you've witnessed it? Well,
0: here in New York City, you see it all the time.
1: Right, right. When
0: I go to the bodega, I see it. I experience it all the time. Mm. When I'm at work, I experience it all the time. (laughs) A lot of my Spanish-speaking patients... (laughs) And mind you, with people who are coming to help for me, um, for, coming for uh, for help to me, or, you know con- don't know or th- they don't even think a possibility that I can speak Spanish and say the most derogatory things in front of me. I was told one time working in an ER that you know I don't want uh, this is a Spanish speaking person told me they don't want to they don't want a nigger provider. Mm. I don't want to one i i want a white provider or an asian one saying it in spanish i'm like die bitch Uh. (laughs) and then i had to say i can't be a doctor because i'm all right bye and and then (laughs) uh, and and i love and i love calling it out and i turn on the spanish real quick and i told Mm. Spanish. it is very disturbing that you are here sick with an 101 fever and you only worrying about the fact of whether i'm hispanic or not but let me let you know that uh unfortunately my mother Hispanic, I'm black, and you can yeah. have another provider. Have a good day. Mm-hmm. And with a and with okay. another provider that does not speak Spanish, they will have a longer wait in the ER because they have to use the language line. And yeah. that's a whole shitty process.
2: You're they're help and all they things your color. Like and it's like you've you had experience to also be subjected it. to like color issues as well. So it's like how dare you try to you know again think that you're better just because you're of a lighter skin which is she she was
0: Mm -hmm. but no but then you also have people who are my complexion and darker in latin america and Mm -hmm. they don't consider themselves black yes
1: exactly i
0: am not black i am panamanian i am not black Mm. i am puerto rican i am not black Mm. I'm not, and black they look blackity,
2: black, 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 and stuff, and just yeah, you are. You're like your complexion is black. No, oh, no, no, is, no. Guys, they will fight you, and you. Better be careful. But, <laughs> what's
0: up? They will fight you. <laughs> they will. To so be careful. They will. No, I'm not black. you no soy oh, oh, yeah. negro. Yo, yo soy panameño. You know, I'm not black. I'm oh, panameño. Man. No, yo no soy negro. Yo soy americano. But
1: they see now. Again, see, that, again, that word, the word, insidious, see how, how deeply rooted that is, that even it's almost like a, like, it's, it's literally a self-hatred, not even almost. Yeah. Right? Like, like it a, is. something yeah.
2: that's a shame to be Black, and it's, it's kind of sad, because it's really something, and, like, to be honest, like, you get beat in that, like, like, growing up and like that, like, you, I've learned, like, to actually really enjoy and appreciate beautiful, dark black skinned people like you like start mm-hmm. like they I don't know like because like beautiful like, you're growing they're beautiful. Skin mm-hmm. like you know mm-hmm. there's like that beauty and it's to appreciate it when it's like you've been told that it's been wrong like whether from your environment of your family or like you know like just growing up in your communities and it's like that mm-hmm. it has to be tough that, that that they have to feel that as well. Like well, that, stop that playing wrong, in the sun.
0: Remember that stop playing in the sun
1: because <laughs> you're gonna get no.
0: All yeah. these little
1: dog whistles,
0: like what the fuck?
1: Right? Yeah. and and all just so it's almost like, isn't it all? It's it's very, it's giving very uh microaggression within the community. Yeah, yeah. When, we don't need that
2: with so much else everywhere else. else that oh do.
0: yeah, and, and you hear that now in in twenty twenty two? It'll be like what yeah. in the eighteen eighty three is happening? Here? What are you <laughs> say. What did you just say to me? <laughs> like, what in the in the black? Hell? <laughs> but like you, you like to like... always say, Isaiah, mm-hmm. can you imagine us as men, us as being queer, where we experience this colorism as black men. Can right. you imagine black dark-skinned women? Oh, I know. I know. On an yeah. everyday basis, in every room they walk in, yeah. they face yeah. the plight of colorism. Because
2: even like dark black men are still sexualized and still like, you know, like have their like, you know, a bit like this whole how society perceives them or how certain people perceive them. But it's like black women are always like, you know, really dark black women get that. And like, it's not fair because they're still so
0: hypersexualized, yes. dismissed, diminished, dismissed, like, minimized, yeah.
1: dehumanized. Yeah. Like literally stripped of, of all he, just all of these beautiful human aspects that yeah. that they obviously possess but for whatever reason actually not for whatever reason, for them, like, reason. Everything,
2: like you know the, the job force like everything in their life is harder because of literally yeah like, of their skin, and they get it from within their own community too, which is sad
0: oh, well, yeah, really remember, can, remember back in the day there used to be a there was a like a light-skinned girl black dark skin. girl um competition sometimes clubs would not allow dark skinned girls come in because yeah. it was white
1: skinned girl nights. Yes. Can you imagine can that? Can you imagine? You know, uh Cardi B wasn't there recently not that long ago where she stood up and was like, yo, like let more
0: dark skin girls in here.
1: Yeah. Like it, it was like let them in. Let like you need to start letting them into into your clubs or it it's Again, it's in—it's insidious. The way that, the way that it's—that it's just so—it's so terrible yeah. to, to be melanated. It, it's. And it makes me so sad because there's so much beauty in the color of our I just want to take two seconds too to just once again. I feel like we do this like periodically, if not really every episode, to be honest. But I just want to honor our black women, all of the uh-huh. beautiful black women. Yes. lives. We just want to shout out to you guys like all day, every day. Blackity black Keep going women. strong. <laughs> Absolutely I got this. And you don't. And another thing is, you don't have to be strong all the time. Yeah. Okay? Because you don't have to be strong all the time You just have to black woman Because as we know It's not just a description, it's a verb, it's everything yep. So yeah. just you don't have you. to be Just be you, you don't have to be a strong black woman You can just, just black woman Just be you, yeah. just be you. And
2: There's
0: nothing wrong with you at all like- Absolutely, in every
1: color And shade
0: But then they'll go out to tomorrow into the real world And the real world will spit in their face And be like, oh look at Monica Angry little Monica just because she's dark-skinned and walks into a room, it's, it's just bizarre. It just it's White supremacy to me, once I became enlightened and conscious, white supremacy to me has always been bizarre, and it makes no goddamn sense.
2: But we have to, that's the thing, we have to acknowledge that and make sure that this is, stays visible because we're doing that to our own communities. We're doing that right. from within side. It's And so true. it's already from the outside that's already there that we all are experiencing. We, we don't have the room or the capacity to be doing that within our own communities. Like,
1: and I think we, you know, one of the things or one of the messages too, to convey, um, especially in regards to, to colorism, but also just the overall mental health, melanated people experience and face a very unique set of mental health challenges yeah. that are attributed to a lot of other other people and other spaces because not only is there um maybe just the the general is your general existing uh, mental mental health from the human condition itself but also because of again because of things like colorism that just spin you out into a complete anxiety about existing um so I, you know i want to caution people to to really dig a little deeper and think about think about where you where your your headspace is coming from when you when you make someone feel that they are not good enough based on the color of their and skin. also
2: be aware like even if it's not something that you're doing like be aware of when you're in your own community and you see someone else one person in your community Singling out and targeting another person in the community just for being of a lighter complexion, and vice yeah. versa. Like end it, stop versa. it,
0: call it out, Absolutely. call it
2: out, and like, hey, like, make sure you include them and know that it's it's okay.
0: Oh, well, by the this. way, you know what's a good um, example of implicit bias and colorism and mm. all this disgusting piece? Mm. I forgot in what state it happened, but it's recently where there were two teenage boys fighting in a mall.
1: Mm. Yeah, Sounds and one was black. Yeah, Where was it? Uh, this sounds familiar. I can't place the exact location right now. One
0: was black and one was white. And the white boy was the aggressor and he was a taller and bigger one. Mm. And the police came and brought them both to the ground. I think I did the, hear
2: about this. Yeah, The police
0: officers both attacked the little black boy and wanted them put, and it was just like ugh, put her knee in the back of his shoulder, like in his shoulder blades. Jesus. While the little black white boy sat there with his hands folded watching it all happen because wow. those police officers saw the black person period and saw aggression yeah. they saw them as being the agit, the instigator and let the white boy who was all of those things just sit and watch and he all he was missing was some popcorn
1: mm-hmm.
0: but that's a good example that what happens every day
1: mm-hmm. and
0: um to um Dark-skinned people um, and people of color—they oh, the are always viewed in that way because of these implicit bias and all these racial bias that people have towards people of color, to yeah. black people. Now imagine someone darker is magnified ten times more.
2: Yeah. Mm. Well.
0: Wow. And it's hard. I have seen it in real time because you know I, I wish that I was darker. But I've seen it in people who are darker than me. I mm. have seen just the, the the insidiousness of it all, and it, it bothers me. Now, you know, once again, I'm the kind of motherfucker where I see evil, where I see something and hear something, I say something. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah.
0: Every time I hear that, because they're talking about a black woman here, or black woman's skin, or black woman's attitude, I mean, yeah. so what about it? Because Mm -hmm. if I was her, I'd be telling all you guys to to go fuck off.
1: Yeah, right. Like mind your like. First off, you know what they say. You know what they always say. You'll never, especially as a as a black person specifically. You'll never be alone. You know why? (laughs) Because there'll always be some white person in your goddamn business. (laughs) Oh, okay. Never. So it's you know. It, it's just, it's frustrating, because it's just like, mind your business, like, you know, nobody asked, Black women specifically did not ask you, a, a, like, a thing, not nothing, so... You know, let's let's also remember Let's remember that (laughs) Don't ask for your opinion Um, Yeah, yeah. nobody asked for your opinion And that's how Mary had a little lamb
0: And on that note, that's where we're going to leave it, people (laughs) 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 Black dark-skinned women Black women, again Stay strong, keep your head up Like Tupac said (laughs) And fuck colorism
1: Fuck colorism
0: Until next time, everybody Until next time Until next time Love it, baby
1: bed, it, baby. Love bed, baby. bed, it, bed, Love it, baby. bed, it, baby. bed, baby. Love bed, 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 you, bed, 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 Come and take your place. Cause the love you give, you can't be with There's no one else. Let me let you do. That's why I don't mind. I'll spend my life to choose you. I wanna please you.